I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? Boss up. And get the people. They want. Happy first day of the tournament day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And it was a happy day for the Dallas Mavericks last night because they went into Brooklyn. And after Katie and Luca traded baskets, Luca got doubled, kicked it to Chris Dinwiddie who scored the winning bucket on his former team where he used to play. Jalen, what did you think of this thriller last night in Brooklyn? It just reminded me of what the great American philosopher David Jacoby once taught me. Mm. You you teach me a lot lot of wisdom. Likewise. One of the things you taught me is when I go into a meeting, make sure I pay attention to what I hope to get accomplished. That's the exact same thing you do when you make a trade when you have a superstar. Mm. See, a lot of teams make moves. But when you have KD or Joel Embiid, those moves have to be particular when you add James Harden or you hope to add Ben Simmons. When you have Luka, it's the exact same thing. You realize that Porzingis and he will never be a one-two. So now you move him. And all Luka numbers skyrocket. The team plays some of the best basketball in the league defensively, has one of the best records since the trade. So who do you add? You add another big guard that can be a primary ball handler to take pressure off of Luka. That can initiate offense whether he's on or off the floor. And you know what else? Someone that can catch and shoot big shots and make them. Like Spencer Dinwiddie just did earlier in the week when he made a long three from the top. I believe it was against the Celtics. Yep. And then last night, how he continued to attack his former team, the Nets. And just so y'all know something off wax, he's one of the players that me and Jacoby always talk about that's like, he got game. It just did. He need to be in the right spot at the right time. Exactly. And so now you get with Jason Kidd, who's a Hall of Fame point guard, who's going to make sure they have the ball. Is Jason Kidd gonna make sure they got the ball in their hands? If, oh, it, if yeah. it's not Luca, it's Spencer Dinwiddie. One of the two of them got the yeah, ball. All, no one else is allowed to touch it unless it's they some, catch the shoot. If somebody else dribble the ball besides Jalen Brunson, it's an accident. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Henny Smith, one or two dribbles, get to the corner. And that's what you want. You want the ball in your guys' hands. And for Steve Nash, his expertise, Jason Kidd's is playmaking and defense as a player. Uh, Steve Nash, the coach of the other team, playmaking and offense as a player. So guess what Jason Kidd decides to do? During the game, we just go double KD. Yep. We ain't about to allow these the shenanigans thing. that's happening around the league. <laughs> where no 60s, no Big Cat scoring yeah. 60 and Kyrie scoring 60 and Tatum scoring 54. LeBron scoring over 50 twice. J. Kidd, like, we not going to be able to do it. And so KD, great player, superstar, he makes the adjustment. I'm going to initiate the offense. Oh, Brown is cutting? 
dime. Other players open, three. So KD gets double figures assists. But you know what he doesn't get? High point totals without Curry and Kyrie. So then the game stays close. When Luka goes out late, Dinwiddie's overseeing the offense, and the Mavs make a big comeback. Because they were down double figures. And so now, on the other side, while they're doubling KD, each time he comes across half court, you know what the Mavs are getting as it relates to coverage from the Nets? All you got to do is screen with DeAndre or Claxton's man, and we can go to the dance floor now. Because they switch is so very easy. Like, you don't even have to run into the pick and roll. You can just fall into it, and they just switch it. And so when you look at the Luka highlights last night, he took 10 shots with those two guys that played center for the Nets guarding him. He was 7 for 10 on those looks. Yep. 7 for 10 being guarded by Deion, but, um, Drummond and Claxton. So Luka took advantage of the matchup, and I bring that up because it leads to the final play. The final play is what? Luka on the pick and roll. Who the switches on Luka? Claxton. So KD's like, wait a minute. They doubling me all game. Let me do the same. I ain't about to let Luka hit this game winning shot or Claxton. Like I just saw him make seven shots on my six, seven shots on my center. So KD basketball IQ is extremely high. He think. If I go double team and blitz him right now, he ain't gonna have enough time to pass it and the person ain't gonna have enough time to get a clean shot off. But let me tell you the beauty of this shot and pass from Luka to Dinwiddie. When you show that again, wake me up the next time you see a player throw it to somebody as a bounce pass and they make a game winning shot. Interesting. It's a good point. I mean, maybe a, maybe a pick and roll, pass. but outside of a pick and roll, you don't see a lot of bounce passes, especially around the perimeter. You're not going to see a bounce pass behind the three-point line from one player to another ever again, probably, and it results into a game-winning shot. So why do I bring that up? If he throw it around KD, it gets knocked down. Yep. If he tries to throw it over KD, it gets deflected because you got KD and Claxton now trapping. Luka basketball IQ didn't even hesitate. Doom, dropped it to him. And then Witty, ready for the big moment. Ready for his one shiny moment against his former squad. And you know when that goes down, Jacoby, it feels good. He Jaylen. jumped all around the front row, dapping with the front office, dapping with Michael Finley, dapping with Mark Cuban, and now the Mavs have put themselves in contention in the West to possibly even get out of the first round because they have Luka, and he's going to play make regardless of the situation. Oh, I believe that Luka is going to get out of the first round for the first time in his career this season. But when we talk about the Nets, yesterday on the podcast, make sure you listen to the podcast every single day. We get exclusive content there. You mentioned that you'd be shocked if the Nets won the Eastern Conference, and I was confused by that. However, it makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Kyrie Irving's still not allowed to play in games like the one last night, and there are now reports from Woj and Ramona Shelbourne that Ben Simmons hopes to get back for a couple of regular season games. That concerns me. It's one thing when you come back like Draymond Green and Klay Thompson are at this point in the season, but to come back right at the end of the regular season and then hope to make a meaningful contribution in the playoffs seems like a big ask for Ben Simmons, does it not? My late great uncle Paramore Hicks Jr. 
taught the world, when he tell you the chicken lay eggs, get the skillet hot. And I'm trying to tell you, fam, I know the greatness of Kevin Durant. If I was doing a rankings of best players in the league, he's going to be top two or top three the past 10 years. Like, I just filled out like a top 75 player evaluation. And I was like, wait a minute. KD in the top 12? He in the top 15? Like, I know what I'm seeing from KD. But what I'm trying to tell people like you, it's a team game. And here's the other thing I want to tell you that you're not going to like about this team game. He's so very great that he ain't great enough to lift the team by himself. Can I say that again for the people in the back? Yes. Ain't great enough to lift the team by himself. Because when they lose to the Bucs in the playoffs last year, and I say Giannis is the best player in the league, you know the next chess move that people play? Oh, he didn't have Kyrie. Or Harden was hurt. That's my point. That's my point exactly. And so again, having KD does give you a puncher's chance. But if Ben Simmons is not going to be an all-star level player and Kyrie Irving still decides not to get vaccinated and therefore that makes him a part-time player and I gave you something else that if you was a betting man, I would have been ready to take your money when I told you that I didn't trust the Nets and I would be surprised that they win the East. What you didn't just mention is in the play-in, they might have to play against Toronto. Mm-hmm. who also has a vaccine mandate, and he won't be able to play against them either. So they got a lot of challenges to win two games, to get in. One of those games might be in Toronto without Kyrie. We don't know the status of Ben Simmons. This sounds like the most glorified first-round exit in the history of the NBA, from a team that had Harden, Kyrie, and KD, to a team that now added Ben Simmons to go with the other two. And all of the other pieces they have, Curry and Mills, they got a squad, Drummond. This might be one of the most glorified first-round exits in the history of the NBA. Jalen, I was with you when you said that they would not win the East. However, I am not with you when you say this is going to be a first-round exit. But we will have plenty of time to discuss that. But Jalen, I'm tired of discussing how bad the Lakers are, but they are so bad that it's worth discussing. And I know you hate air balls, and we're going to talk about this one right after this short break. Jalen Rose I really hates hate air, balls. air balls. So does Carl Anthony Towns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
on your happy price, price line. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17, the seaport in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose last night on the West Coast in a late game that kept me up past my bedtime. It was the Boston Celtics who locked up the Warriors and held them to 88 points. Yes, they said you did not believe the Celtics were going to win the Eastern Conference. You said you'd be shocked. Have you changed your opinion from yesterday? I haven't changed my opinion, but that isn't based on them beating the Golden State Warriors. That would be based on them beating the Milwaukee Bucks or the Miami Heat in the seven-game series. The Celtics have a terrific starting five. The main thing that they fortified is a duality. One up front, not having Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown guarding players that are 30 and 40 pounds heavier than them. How do you fix that? You play Horford and you play Time Lord Robert Williams together. So now it frees up Jason Tatum to be a scorer and a a committed defender and Jalen Brown to be a lockdown defender. And Marcus Smart, who's their best passer, can now be an open three-point shooter, a defender, and somebody that's going to get all of the hustle plays. And let Mm -hmm. me talk about a couple of those plays that took place in the game. And by the way, Greg Williams coming in off the bench, leading the league in three, third in the league in three-point percentage from the corner. So he's balling. So Marcus Smart, there's going to be a lot of talk about him and Steve Kerr going back and forth and the play that happened with Steph Curry. Let me teach everybody something. A couple of years ago when Anthony Davis got injured, the year that the Lakers lost to the Suns, he got, I believe, injured on a play where somebody rolled into his leg. Like, as a player, you got to anticipate those happen and kind of hopefully the lucky players are able to navigate it and get out of the way or get rolled into a point where they don't get hurt. The reason why I bring that up is when there's a loose ball on the floor, Marcus Smart, Ron Artest, Bruce Bowen, Dennis <laughs> Rodman. I, I could just keep going to the era. They're going to dive on that ball. Yep. And, and by the way, those are also players that when you are as physical as they are and committed defensively as they are, you got to be a little dirty. You just have to because it's called doing what? The dirty work. Ain't that what it's called? Doing the dirty work? It's called doing okay. the dirty work. So it's one thing for me to dive at the ball and David Jacoby standing there. It's another thing for me to dive at the ball and Steph Curry's standing there. I'm going head and shoulders like the shampoo after the ball. And Steph either got to meet me to the ball or get out of the way. So clearly I'm not going to blame a player for being injured. But I'm telling you, Steph is going to look back at that play and be like, I knew he was going to die for that ball. You see what I'm saying? And so some people can say it was an out-of-bounds play. It was actually an inbounds play. No, now the same, I believe, transition, he goes down and Clay's about to go for a layup. <laughs> he pump fakes. And then Marcus Smart leg kind of gets on <laughs> Clay's arm on the way down. <laughs> So now let me teach somebody else something. I promise you, when Marcus Smart was in the air at that awkward angle, he really didn't want his foot to get caught between Clay's forearm. You know why? That means you're about to tumble on your shoulder and your head. (laughs) 
He wants to land. That's what that means. That 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 he he was trying to land safely. Trust, yes. tr- trust me, David Jacoby. When I play basketball, what's the number one thing I do not want to do? Jalen Rose hates falling. He hates falling. He wants to stay <laughs> upright at all times. Correct. And, and I'm telling you, uh, he jumped to try to be aggressive and go after the block. But then when Clay faked him, he was like, oh, yo, leg was kind of awkward. In a, I'm telling you, when his foot got caught, I'm telling you, all he saw was my head about to hit this flow. So at that point, he was just trying to save him. So look at him, put his head down, arm down, shoulder down. He looked at them like, y'all saved my life. Like, look, look at him. Now, he did look at him and extend his leg, though. But he extended so, his leg not to do a Bruce Lee move. He extended his leg, I'm trying to teach y'all, so he wouldn't fall on his head and bust his head. And so he deserved a technical, I believe, or a flagrant, flagrant. foul. He deserved that. Jalen. He deserved Jaylen. a flagrant. Because that's, that's a flagrant hates falling. foul. Another thing that Jalen Rose hates happened in the game last night between what? Minnesota what? Timberwolves no. and the Lakers. No. We'll start no. by showing you some of the highlights from Minnesota because Carl Anthony Towns had 30 and Anthony Edwards, one of my favorite players in the league, had 27. But Jalen Rose, you hate falling. And what else do you hate to see when you're watching League Pass in the evening? I can't stand when people shoot helium balls. So you might say, Jalen, what does that mean? That means when you shoot the basketball and all it hits is the floor. So look, let me just let me just distinguish this air ball. That's why Carl Anthony Towns looked the way I look when people shoot air balls. It's one thing to shoot an air ball, it's another thing for it to hit the ground. You following me? You following me, right? Like Carl looked like that because he was about to let it hit the ground. He was about to let it hit the it's like it's like a baseball player when they know they can snag it simple, you know what I mean? But I want to snag it with a little flair. I want to pop it, right? That that's that's what Carl Anthony Towns is doing. And so he could have let it hit the floor, but then it was like, wait a minute, it might cause an earthquake. You know what I'm saying? I had to catch <laughs> this thing. And so I was watching that game like all of them. We had countdown, and I just want to say something like for real. Watching it with Greedy and Wilbon and Stephen A is really funny because as we were watching this game, Wilbon, like, I don't want to talk about the Lakers at all. And it's kind of like I had to remind them. It's kind of like my Detroit Pistons, right? If we're really great, the national media is going to talk about us. If we're really bad, the national media is going to talk about us. Otherwise, they ain't going to really mention us unless somebody really bought them. And so for the Lakers, we're going to talk about them regardless but especially if they lost eleven in a row on the eleven in a row on the road, they I mean, lost eleven straight road games. It's, eleven it's, straight road games. I didn't think it was possible for them to fall out of play-in, but they they could fall out of the play-in position. Like it's wild. The Trailblazers aren't even trying to win games, and they could accidentally end up with a play-in game. They could accidentally end up with one. They're not even trying to get in there. I can give you more. I got more. So, it ain't no fun when the rabbit got the gun. There he is right there. Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Seasoned grizzled vet. Not a multi-time all-star. Not a future Hall of Famer. Will never lead the league in any statistical category, including fouls and technicals. Will never lead the league in none of that. However, he gets paid to play basketball. 
and he gets an opportunity to compete on a nightly basis, and you see him backing off Russell Westbrook like he with us, and then Russ tried to pass it to LeBron, and he tells him he's trash, he stinks, he gets the right to do that. Like, what I want everybody to understand is, like, the only thing I need to do to be able to talk trash is to get in your head. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. I don't mm -hmm. need the scoreboard. I don't need to have more points than you. I don't need to even be able to beat you in a fight. Not in today's game. All I got to do is get in your head. And put that play back up there when he backed off of Russ. You think the air ball is bad, and you think the psyche of a player is really bad? Imagine after you bring the ball up, you give up this offensive rebound. Now look at Russ standing. That's his man. Now, that's Russ's man, Patrick Beverly, hustling, hustling, hustling. This is the one. But it's offensive rebound. Now look how he backing off Russ. Look how far and away he is from And he Russ. steals the ball. He's 15 feet away from him. 15 feet away from him. Oh. And so well. now, when I say it ain't no fun, if the rabbit got the gun, this is what I mean by being in your head. They was waxing the Lakers old school style and talking trash to them. And LeBron... After the game, walked off like, yeah, I'm going to remember this. Yeah, I'm going to remember this. Let me tell y'all something. I've been really fortunate to play against some of the all-time greats that y'all love, that y'all celebrate, that y'all adore. But there's so many nights I went home, and I had some red wine, and I was better than them that night. And let me tell you something. The Minnesota Timberwolves did something that I truly appreciated with the Lakers last night. They not only beat them, but they humiliated them. They did. They was talking trash to him. They was flexing on him. Clown and after him. the game, LeBron was like this. Well, here you go, Jacoby. Watch this. This is I want to put an exclamation point on right here. After the game, LeBron saw his teammates giving dap. And he had to go give Anthony Edwards dap. You never know what might happen in the future, personal or business. It's a business. So he gives Anthony Edwards dap. But then he looks at everybody else like, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this and leave. I got news for you, LeBron. They gonna remember it too. <laughs> Jalen. How about we that? We are always going to remember March as the season when we have the NCAA tournament. However, while there's so much attention on the men's tournament, we're gonna tell you who you need to focus on in the women's tournament that could single-handedly carry her team to the championship. Caitlin! And of course. We're talking about Caitlin Clark. We'll celebrate her right after this. You are watching Jalen and Jacoby. You fill out your men's bracket, don't forget to also fill out the women's bracket on the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. And Jalen, who in the women's bracket are you keying on? Somebody that had me seeing double because her initials are CC, Caitlin Clark. She wears number 22. And Iowa actually has a pair of brothers that plays on the men's team, the Murray brothers. She's going to get buckets. Check her out and check us out tomorrow, 4 p.m., ESPN 2.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Anthony Rose, I have to talk to you about something. The Buffalo Bills what have acquired the services of Von Miller to be an edge rusher slash outside linebacker slash master of mayhem for the defense. And he announced his signing to the Bills by shouting out the Griselda Records crew, including Tana Talk for him, <laughs> Benny the Butcher. And he's officially now my favorite player in the National Football League. Easily. The only way to do it and better would be. You're a member to... of Bills Mafia. Oh, yeah, man. The only thing he could have done better was break a table. If he was breaking a table while listening to Tana Talk 4, that, that would have been, that was the only way to step it up. I wish he would have asked my, my, my consultation, because that's what I would have told him to do. Well, unlike you, he at least got two Super Bowl rings, so he don't have to do that. He'll be, you know what I'm saying? The, the, they, they, they'll welcome him. Um, but here's the here's the thing I want to make sure I point out. What's that? The good news is that he got 50 million guaranteed. Did he? The bad news is when they put the Monopoly money contract up like six years, one twenty. <laughs> the, the, the NFL contracts are hilarious to me, dog. They're hilarious. It's like ESPN saying to me, "Be like, you get ten million dollars for the next three years, two hundred thousand guaranteed." <laughs> it's just like, why even tell me the first part? Don't even tell me the first part. It's like, well, if you get thirty-five sacks a season, then you get these bonuses. Like, all right. You know he's not going to be there for six years. Well, the funniest time that I saw this happen, and people can, I want people to to look this up. Donovan McNabb was traded from Philly yep. to Washington. <laughs> yep. He had some games where he was struggling, and they benched him. He was going back and forth with the organization. And to make up with Donovan McNabb, they, A, made him the starting quarterback again, and B, before they did, they gave him an $80 million contract. I am not, I looked down, one week he was on the bench. The next week it was six years, $85 million. And a month or two later when that season ended, he didn't get none of that money. Didn't get any of that. How many of the $85 million do you think he got? One? Maybe 500000 Maybe. 1.5? Well, Jalen, let me give you some contract information because we joke about, I understand the NBA contracts, they make sense to me, right? The NFL contracts don't make sense to me, but the baseball contracts make a lot of sense to Jalen Anthony Rose, who was once himself a young slap hitter from the left side batter's box. And let me give you some information. Ken Griffey Jr. is still getting paid by the Cincinnati Reds, and he hasn't played since 2008. He is still making over $2 million annually from the Cincinnati Reds. Why didn't you play baseball? I'm trying to tell you, man. That was my goal. When I was young, at first I was trying to hold the bat like Ben Ogilvie. He played for Milwaukee Bucks. I was trying to hold the bat like him. 
But Bruiser that was Brooks. after my guy, Rod Carew. No, I'm sorry, he played for the Brewers. Yeah. When I was real young, I used to hold the bat like Rod Carew. Like, Rod Carew he with, the like angels, with the angels batting helmet on with no ear flaps and the afro coming out the bottom. Like, yo, oh Rod, Rod Carew, if you're under 30, just oh Google Rod Carew God. on YouTube right now. Because not only was oh he a great performer, God. he just had a great look. He had a great look. No doubt. He had the hair that you oh wish you had. God. Now I know why you grew out your hair. I now like, I know why you grew out your hair. It finally makes sense now. <laughs> it finally makes sense. You're trying to be Rod Carew Thank out here. You. No doubt. And so, like, watching him hold the bat like that, I was able to play like that in wiffle ball. Played a lot of wiffle ball. Jalen, I love that you play wiffle ball. However, right now you need to watch some basketball. Everybody enjoy the tournament. We are off tomorrow, but we will be back on Monday with another dope pod to step two. Why is that? Jalen, Anthony, Rose. Like the Blastmaster Karras one once said, we're not done. We're not done. We are not done.